welcome back to Thinking Well. Um, it's Tom again. And I'm Kyle. And we are getting ready to dive into uh, the chronology of the crucifixion. Before we get into that, uh, Kyle, how was your week, man? I mean, I know I just saw you Wednesday night, but right, right. how was your week? Yeah, we, we see each other multiple times a week. Yeah. Um, since the last time I saw you, um, it's, it felt like a whole another week has gone by just in the last three days. Oh, wow. Or One two of those days. weeks. Okay. It was super long, super busy, uh, super stressful, you know? One of those weeks I'm happy, happy to see 5 o'clock on a Friday, just super relieved that week's over, work week's over. Um, but uh, overall, pretty good. Good, good. I got, a, I got a kind of, it was a good thing. Got a, got a new boss this week. Um, that's fine. Uh, the Lord will work in that, I'm sure. Uh, he's already opening up other doors and opportunities just to be more involved in things. And um, I appreciate that. And and then, like, Wednesday night, man, like, Brother Dan Kaufman brought our, our message Wednesday night, and he was in Psalms 4. And um, in the in the other podcast, I'm, we're handling Psalms. And I just got, like, the Lord brought a lot of things out of his message that um, I'll probably wind up playing off of when I do Psalms 4 um, and just kind of dig dig into some of the things that he brought out that I thought was really cool. Um, so that that was a real blessing for me. That kind of like lifted me up uh, in that, mid, that midweek pick-me-up that we need so much. And, uh, that's I, that's I kinda, the whole point, right? Yeah, and that's I kind of used it, it to, because uh, I, then I, I did that uh, Psalms, Psalms 1 last night, and I kind of used that, that kind of energy and stuff that it brought to... Uh, to play off of and, and record last night. So it's, it, it's been a good week. It's, it's good to be sitting here again. I've been looking forward to this all week. So, Oh, me too. I've yeah. been, I've been excited to get up here and, and, and keep working and get, get some more stuff out to you guys. It's uh the week was, was busy and stressful, but going back to Wednesday, I, I, I really do like the Psalms as a musician. My, you know, I, I play drums and it's great to, to put kind of look at it through that lens a little bit. Because mm-hmm. especially like in Psalms four and it's throughout the Psalms, but you know he'll say something, and it's a, it's very profound, it's great. But then they intentionally put pauses in there, Selah, right? Yeah. As a time to stop, pause, reflect. It's a it, it the idea of you know is a, is a stop. It's it's a refrain. It's a it's a interlude. Yeah. Where exactly. usually music would continue, and it's funny, you know, so many years later we still do the same thing. It's still, you know, still is the way that we make music, right? We say something. It's the pattern. After right? the chorus. Yeah. Interlude. We, we see it all the time, but um, it's always great to, you know, when the Holy Spirit can illuminate something that you never saw before in Scripture. Mm-hmm. Like, I I adore those moments because it's just one of those things that it's, yeah. you know, it rejuvenates you. So, I'm with you. Um, speaking of Scripture... Chronology of the crucifixion. Um, why talk about it? Does it matter in the overall scheme of what we believe about a risen Savior? Ooh, I know this one, Tom. The, the answer is no. It, it yeah, it doesn't. It it doesn't matter. It it doesn't change the fact that Jesus came and died for our sins and you know conquered the grave, rose three days later and 
now sits, uh, you know, the right of the Father, right? Yeah. Doesn't change any of the, the salvation, any of the gospel, um, but it is an interesting topic, right? There's a lot of opinions, a lot of, you know, he said that, she said that, and uh, so we want to explore it, right? We want to look at the the three major days that people say that Christ was crucified and talk through each one, just kind of see, you know, where where do you fall, right? What makes the most sense through Scripture? What makes the most sense? And uh, maybe illuminate a little bit of maybe something you never thought about before. And it, it, to Kyle's point, it doesn't matter where you fall. Um, a risen Savior is a risen Savior. It's no less a miracle and no less redemptive if he died on Friday and rose on Sunday morning. And it's no less a miracle and no less redemptive if he died on Wednesday and rose Saturday before Sunday morning. Um, but th- those things don't make a difference. We serve a risen Savior. He's in the world today. I know that he is living, whatever men may say. Um, and that's, but it's so much fun to discuss. Oh, absolutely, right? It's, you know, I, I think I said it, uh, you know, last podcast we recorded, right? Mm-hmm. But, um, something to keep in mind is this definitely falls in that that bubble, that ring of preference, right? right? This isn't uh, a principle thing. This definitely isn't a doctrine thing. This is you know, taking a look at the evidence that we find in the scriptures, chronology of it all, and, um, you know, whether you land on a Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday, like Tom said, it does not change the validity of the redemption work of Christ. Yeah. So, I actually did, in my brief stint in Bible college, uh, in one semester, while we were going through the life of Christ. And I tell you what, studying the life of Christ in the Gospels and seeing kind of how they're all woven together um, kind of made me fall in love with Jesus all over again. Um, and really a lot, a lot deeper appreciation for just um, the 100% human man that he was and inconceivably also a hundred percent God. Uh, and we were given a, a, we were given a topic at the, at the end or towards the end um, to write a paper on, you know, X topics, you know, pick one of these five. Uh, and I was so interested in this, that that's, that's what I wrote my paper on. And that's, that's kind of what we used to get into this conversation and start, um, discussing it one of the really important things that i found was that the time of the crucifixion coincides almost perfectly i mean down to selection date and all that thing and all those things and we'll get into that of the passover and that goes back to paul telling us right christ was our passover right um and the, the lamb yeah him and him being a pharisee right Oh, and him knowing like when all this happened. And he, I mean, he, he was in Jerusalem when this stuff happened. He, he had to have been um, in, in the background somewhere aware that it was happening, even if not involved. And later on, after his salvation, the weight of everything hitting him, being the Pharisee that he was, just had to have been 
immense for him that he when he came to that realization that Christ was the Passover, that it it just it blew his mind. Well, uh, I'm sure it did. Um, you know, it it definitely talks about the the time he took to want to recover right from from his transformation. Um, but I think a lot of that was mentally. He he had a lot to deal with. He had a lot of stuff that he messed up. But I think you're absolutely right. I think that probably a lot of stuff that he missed throughout the years, history, you know, unfolding right in front of him. Um, not to talk about, you know, the many Christians that he had killed, but it's, yeah, a lot of it was probably like, oh, I remember that day. Yeah. And then informing others, you know, however long after, um, that this is what happened. He, he, had, a, he had a first, first row view of a lot of these things. Oh, for sure. So some of the things from a Passover perspective, there were some, there were just some traditional things. Um, it was the time of the Jewish Passover. Um, the Bible clearly states this fact, multiple passages, right? Uh, Matthew 26, 17, the disciples asked Jesus, where can we prepare the Passover? Uh, Mark 14, 16, the disciples made ready the Passover. Uh, Luke twenty-two fifteen, Jesus expressly states during the meal that his desire was to have this Passover with you before I suffer. Um, I don't really see how you can explain that away. I mean, Scripture makes it clear as day. Uh, and I don't think anybody can contest that fact, but he had to give, given all those facts, right? It, if he was eating the Passover, then he would have had to have been crucified um, the 14th of the first month on the Jewish calendar. Um, that, you can call it Nisan, you can call it Abib, uh, it, it doesn't really matter. Um, but both Exodus and Leviticus point to the 14th day of the first month, Passover. I, I don't know how you can get around that. Right. It's, it, I think that part of it, um, irrefutable, right? You can't really tiptoe around that one. Um, after that, right, is where it starts getting a little fuzzy for some people. But, yeah, I think that's a great starting point, right? You, 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 have, to, you have to start there, um, like I said, irrefutable. And I think a lot of the confusion a lot with the days comes from the, the day after that is supposed to be uh, the 15th. And that starts the Feast of Unleavened Bread. Right. And when you get into the, the Jewish high Sabbaths and regular Sabbaths and holy high holy Sabbaths, um, there, there's some different Sabbaths there. And you hear, and there's multiple references in the New Testament during the Passion Week of the next day was the Sabbath. The next day was the Sabbath. Well, yeah, the day after Passover is a high Sabbath. So it doesn't have to be a weekly Sabbath. And that's where a lot of the Friday stuff gets based in. Well, whenever it says Sabbath in the Bible, they're talking about the weekly Sabbath on Saturday. So he must have died on Friday. Okay, cool. Where do you get three days? And three nights out of Friday. Right. Yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, if we're going to take a look at each day, I think Friday, uh, no offense, everybody, has probably the weakest argument out of the, out of the three days. Um, you know, at a very base level, very, you know, bird's eye view, 
without really digging into it, okay, you know, I can see where maybe you can think that, but you dive in an inch into your Bible, you'll find that, okay, there's no way to get three days, three nights out of it. Um, that is my opinion. I think Tom agrees, but that's just where I land. The, so, so the only way, the only way you can get three days and anywhere close to three nights out of Friday is there's that, so there's this really obscure reference where some rabbi had said sometime that part of a day can count as a whole day it will or will be reckoned as a whole day okay um great let's apply that and let's follow the timeline so let's say friday ate the passover supper with the disciples it would have had to have been thursday if we're talking about a friday crucifixion all the things happen kangaroo court the pharisees and the sadducees are breaking all kinds of laws having having a court at midnight or at night um all that stuff was supposed to be done in the light of day uh, there were multiple trials that were had you, you weren't supposed to be able to accuse people multiple times of the same thing uh we get to friday the things happen. You've got you've got the stuff with Pilate. He goes and sees Herod. And this is a lot to happen in a day in the first place, right? Much less a, a day before they're preparing for a weekly Sabbath. How do you how do you get to these things? Um he goes on the cross. And before the sun sets, Friday evening. And we got to think too, right? Yeah, I was going to bring it up. Go right? for it. So when looking at chronology, you have to look at it through the way that their calendar, a lunar calendar, worked. The next day started when the moon came up. So what Tom was alluding to was in a Friday model, he would have had to been tried, beaten, carried the cross, crucified, and died before sundown Friday, which which means Saturday had begun and the Sabbath had begun. Right. So th that's why, and, th and that's why they say that Joseph of Arimathea and Nicodemus, right? They were Russian. They were like, hey, we got to, we got to get him in the ground. Right. And in that rush, they couldn't do all the regular preparing and that kind of stuff. So let's say he goes in the ground before 6 p.m., before the moon comes up, Saturday, what would have been their Saturday evening on what was still considered Friday day. Well, according to tradition, Rabbi said, partial day, reckon this whole day, I've got Friday. There's one day. Okay, I've got Saturday night. There's a night. If I go to Saturday day, I'll have a second day. And if I use all of Sunday night, which would what we consider Saturday night, right? I've got a second night. And if he raises Sunday morning, I have a third day because a partial day. Kyle, I'm holding fingers up here. I'm missing something. 
What am I missing? You're missing another finger, Tom. (laughs) There's no knight. Right. Yeah, you're you're short a knight. You're short a knight. And uh, yeah, that's what I I always came up with. You couldn't reckon one knight on the front end or back end. And I think a lot of people, um, especially Catholicism, they'll look at it and say, okay, we reckon the first knight on the front end of it. Go add another knight on the front end of it. Again, I, I can't make it make sense. Stretching. I can't make it make sense. But we we were talking about it before we started recording, but I guess you can do that when you invent the calendar. <laughs> right. Right? Gregorian so, calendar. Who created the Gregorian calendar that the world uses? Right. So it's like, okay, I, I, I guess you can you can play by your own rules when you create the calendar. Um, but all in all, it, it, it doesn't line up. The math just, as they say, isn't mathing. Right. So I think that uh, I can pretty confidently kind of scrub Friday off of, off of the plausible list. And, it, and it's funny, too, because we've got some data here in front of us, and it's just, it's just fun to look at. So 33-year ministry of Christ, right? How convenient that Nissan 14 falls on a Friday in the 33rd year A.D. on the Gregorian calendar. Hmm. How convenient. <laughs> there's, there's only one other year that that would have fallen on a Friday, and that was year 30 A.D., which... You know, if you're a little liberal with the three-year thing, right, you can get that. They wrote the calendar. It's so coincidental. Yeah, it, it's it's too simplistic, too. And I, I think you'll see this as we go on to Thursday in a, in a Wednesday uh, model, you know, death date. But uh, it, it just appears to me that it was maybe a quick answer by the people who created the calendar. And then no one really ever, you know, in the, in the formative years to come, never really sat down and was like, mm, wait a minute. And here we are. You didn't have those resources available. Right. The, the, there's no internet. There's no, there's not even a library to go to that held all this stuff at, at that time. Uh, oh, they have a they, big, they have a big library. Not, well, yeah, but not, <laughs> not with stuff that had this in it, right? Um, it. I, I won't beat it up too much. I'll 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 stop. Uh, <laughs> Friday. So in, in a Friday crucifixion, you've got part of a day. the The weekly Sabbath begins again. They're like they say, well, the Sabbath was the next day, so this is what day it had to be. It had to be on a Friday. Uh, I disagree. I believe that the Sabbath that is spoken of everywhere in the Bible that was the next day is the beginning of the feast of unleavened bread which would be which would have been a high holy day or a sabbath once you get away from the weekly sabbath that really kind of opens up the thursday and wednesday possibility uh i'm not dogmatic on the Wednesday and Thursday, I know where I fall. I won't 
like we spoke about last episode, it's not a conviction. It's not a hill that I'm going to die on. But it's definitely where um, a Wednesday is probably where I land. So I have to be honest, Tom. We talked about this probably months ago. I, my whole adult life, considered Thursday to be 100% the date. And you weren't going to shake me on that, right? Well, I spoke to Tom for about 10 minutes, and uh, I, I, I can see it either way. The, I, you know, just very analytical thinking. Um, Wednesday seems to make the most sense to me now, but I, I can get there on a Thursday as well. Those two are way more plausible than a Friday. But uh, I think Tom's right. You know, it's not a conviction. It's a preference. And really what I've, what I've done is I've used this as even more of an excuse to dive into the scriptures and say, okay, let's, let's, let's figure it out, right? Use this, you know, if anything, maybe use this as a template to say, hey, this is kind of an overarching question that we have. Again, doesn't have any bearing on salvation, right? Knowing the answer to this question doesn't make you more saved. But you can search the scriptures understand the timeline better and honestly apply that method apply that tool to other questions to other parts of the bible that hold more weighty answers about life how to do certain things how to raise children your your social interactions um it's just a thought i had about maybe utilizing you know this this kind of investigation into this you, you can do this all over the Bible about things that do matter, the things that aren't preferences. Yeah, stir it up. Stir it up. Don't, don't be scared to question. We, we, we spoke to, uh, to that in, in the last episode, and I think it's important to really, really question things that are not defined. It's, it's traditional. The tra- there are so many Baptists that hold to the Friday crucifixion tradition. And folks, that's fine. You want to celebrate Good Friday, celebrate Good Friday. Uh, But understand that you're holding to a tradition. I understand that as a Wednesday person, I'm holding to a tradition of Wednesday. Well, why? I... I'm a math person, and it kind of goes either a Thursday advocate would probably, most likely, um, and I'm not condemning anyone for this, say that you can reckon part of a day as a whole day. I think I think you have to to get there. And you you, you can you, you I can get on board with that. That's fine, and it can mean that you've got two Sabbaths back to back next to each other. So again, it makes sense. We've got to get Jesus buried. It's because he was a Jew, he could not, that body couldn't sit out. He had to be buried. Um, It was unlawful for him not to be buried. And he had to be buried before sundown because that Sabbath was starting. If you go by that view, you can get to the days that you need. He's in the ground, dies Thursday, we're buried 
he Thursday counts as a day. Friday night begins at 6 p.m. our Thursday. Moonrise, if you want to call it. We're going into Thursday day. So now I've got two days, one night. I'm coming up on Friday evening, our Thursday night. So that, that Friday night gives us, gives us our second night. He's, he's in the ground all day Saturday. There's our third day. We got that. We're done. And now scripture, right? Kyle, what, what is the, when, when did the women come to the tomb in scripture? So this is pivotal, pivotal, right? So no way around it. Again, it says that they arrived at the tomb before dawn, right? Before the sun came up. So technically it wouldn't have started that, that, that next what, day. Yeah. Right. It would still be categorized as a night. So you have to reckon that. You, 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 that's one of those things in Scripture where you can't you, you can't deviate from right. That 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 is the cutoff, right? You have to reckon. Okay, you have you know you have a crucifixion time, but the cutoff is very clear. It is what we would call Sunday morning before the sun came up. So if you're reckoning, if you're reckoning a partial day as a full day on the beginning, you're going to get your three days. And if you're reckoning a partial night as a full night at the end, you've got your three nights. Now, at the very least, that holds with Christ's statement throughout his entire ministry. I'm going to tear this temple down and I'll raise it up again in three days. Like Jonah was in the belly of the fish, three days and three nights, so shall the son of man and on and on. Does it mean more if it's literal? Does it have to be three complete 24-hour periods? I don't think it, I don't think it has to be. It, it doesn't have to be. But I will make this argument. I will say this. I think that throughout the Bible, and, and the first thing that floods my mind is creation, right? When it talks about days, most everywhere else in the Bible, it's talking about a full, right, days or full 24-hour periods. So you, you have to, you know, law first mention, and we're going we're gonna to talk about this more, but I think you have to look at it and say, what is the president set by the rest of the Bible, right? Check it with itself. Yeah, that's good. It's just a useful tool, right? Um, but I will say this, you know, I— if you reckon really two half days as full days, then yes, you can get there, right? And it gets more plausible. Again, doesn't matter. I can get way more on board with at least getting the three days and three full nights than I can three potential days and two, not even a whole second night. You'd still have to have a partial night. Right. Uh so, I, I can get way further on board with a Thursday. And I, I mean, I held to a Thursday for, for the longest time up until I I did this study. And I was probably leaning Wednesday a little bit before this study. 
for the math purpose, but I, I went into it with an open mind, and I, I, I still come out of it heavy, heavy Wednesday. All right, Tom, so tell us why. Okay. So I think you got to look at the whole picture, right? Um Christ being the Passover lamb, certain things had to fall into place when the Passover lamb was selected. And I think when you look at scripture, you're going to see that this pattern is set. And a lot of times when we're looking at uh, certain things on like Luke 19.47, it says that he taught in the temple daily. Well, Thursday and Friday... When you look at that phrase he taught in the temple daily, that implies multiple days. If you're going with Thursday and Friday and go by the way that the timeline would have to fit there, he really only has Wednesday to teach in the temple. Matthew. So for me, uh, just, just through my studies, Saturday would have been uh, the 10th of Nisan, which is the day traditionally by law that the selection of the Passover lamb was made. So this is when they s- took the lamb, set it aside, and said, this is the lamb that we're going to keep an eye on, right? And it's funny, because that exact day, Jesus is anointed by Mary in Bethany. But how could he, how could have they have done that, Tom? It was the Sabbath. Well, so even in the Old Testament, priests, right, were allowed to perform their duties on the Sabbath. So work, servile work in service to the Lord was allowed on the Sabbath. The selection of the lamb. And Mary anointing, anointing was a type of selection. If you remember, David was anointed by Samuel to be the king. He was Jesus' physical human predecessor, David anointed. Mary anoints Jesus. Sunday, which would have been the 11th, Jesus enters into Jerusalem. Hosanna, this is our Messiah. Behold, he is with us. He's come, right? And then he cleanses the temple. So he comes in as the sacrificial lamb and says, I'm going to prepare the temple. The the temple has to be clean in order for the sacrifice to be clean. And the people receiving him that way was a confirmation of the lamb. So anointed, confirmed, yes, this is going to be our lamb. It's It just coincides so beautifully. Well, it really does. I mean, you know, and they didn't even, they didn't even fully understand, if at all, right? I mean, it's just another, another place in the Bible that you see that Christ is our lamb, right? You see it throughout, it's a, it's a major theme throughout the entire Bible. And more and more, I, I I study the scriptures. The more I find it, and it, it's it's hidden everywhere, absolutely everywhere. But it's phenomenal, right? I mean, it's 
just another uh, another place that you can you can look at and point and say this is the divine inspired word of god living proof you you, you can you can see it like it just that doesn't happen by accident by happenstance yeah it's just one of those things where it, it takes your breath away and you're like oh god god actually did have a plan right like he said he did the th- it's the thread that weaves through the whole bible and y- you come into to monday and the bible says that jesus taught daily in the temple it, it is that multiple days, right? He teaches Monday, and he continues to teach. And the eve of, of Sunday, that was the Olivet Discourse when he had his disciples together, which means that the eve of Monday, in a Wednesday view, that would have had to have been Judas's betrayal. That's when he went and said, yes, I'll give him up to you for the 30 pieces of silver I can get this done. You're not going to find anybody else that's going to help you get this done. And so Tuesday, again, he's going in. He's teaching daily in the temple. That's when he sends the disciples to go make ready the room and all that kind of stuff, preparing for the Passover, which means that the eve of the 14th would have been, which would Tuesday, the 14th being the Wednesday night into the 14th Wednesday, okay? Important distinction. (laughs) Yeah. Um, They have the Passover meal, which we consider the Lord's Supper, and then it's, it's Jesus in the garden, the trial by the Sanhedrin, which also coincides with the time that the Passover lamb is supposed to have its final inspection for any blemishes or impurities. That was when his trial was taking place. The Passover lamb has been anointed, confirmed, and now our Passover lamb is being inspected through multiple different trials. And finally, I can find no fault in this man. I'm getting goosebumps. Because not only did the Jewish people confirm, yes, he is pure. Yes, this is our Passover lamb. But the leading Gentile authority also confirmed, yes, this is also our Passover lamb. Unbeknownst to him, but literally falling in line with the way that God had laid it out. And in the background, Satan's like, got him. I think that's a, a, a great segue. I, I don't know if we, I mentioned it a little bit last podcast, last time we recorded about what happens in the three days. The scriptures are a little ambiguous about exactly what happens in the three days, you know, while, while Christ is, uh, after he died. Mm-hmm. I was going to say in the grave, but what he, his body was in the grave. <laughs> his body was there. His body was there, but. It's uh yeah it's 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 an interesting thing to think about right the devil you know Christ is crucified the devil has no idea that the the grand master plan he's he doesn't have foreknowledge everybody no way realize he doesn't have foreknowledge if the Bible says the angels didn't know about the plan all Satan is is an angel that's it he didn't know that's a great point right I mean a lot a lot of people 
when they think of the devil, when they think of Satan, they think of somewhat of a like a equal adversary to God, or they think of you know a little a little man with a you know red red unitard with a pitchfork that rules has dominion or you know that hell is his kingdom he has like some kind of rule over it or he runs it right that's like his place the bible is very clear hell isn't isn't ruled by satan satan suffers there just as much as anyone else the rest of the fallen angels and i and i firmly believe that at this point in history when christ is crucified satan thinks he he has won he he's probably rejoicing. He he thought he finally did it. Hundred percent agree. And another interesting topic is when Christ is in the grave, his body's in the grave. There's a few parts of the Bible that may suggest, and I'm, I I want to hear your your take on this too, Tom. That 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 Christ. I'm trying to think of how to word it, went down into hell, or whatever you want to call it, and made a, pronounced the victory, right? There's, there's, there is a, some language that, that suggests that he took a trip and, and let Satan know, and the fallen angels, it says the spirits, right? It's used elsewhere, it's referred to fallen angels, mm-hmm. that he pronounced that he he wasn't dead that kind of put him in their place and then was with the thief in paradise right that's a distinction you have to make he said on the cross before he before he said it's finished today i'll be with you in paradise not in heaven no in, in paradise paradise right it's a in very important distinction some will say well Okay, it's just words. Heaven, paradise, same thing. No, no. No, no, no. Very two different places. Maybe, Tom, you can speak more to this, but paradise was always the place set aside for those who died before Christ. 100%. So we're talking Noah. We're talking Jacob, Isaac, Abraham, Moses, right? I still believe it was amazing, right? Place much like heaven, but more of a waiting room, I guess, if you will. Temporary place of unity with with God before heaven, before the elevated place of heaven. And uh, it's extremely interesting when you look back at it and say his body is, is there, right? The, the, the nail-pierced hands are there in the tomb. But his, his spirit, his spirit isn't there. He's with the thief in paradise, welcoming him in, right? He's possibly pronouncing victory to, to a, a Satan who thought he had won. You're right, Lay, laying the smack down, if you will, and uh, I can go on and on about this. Yeah, well, but and, it's... and and we can we can Wednesday night dies. Uh, Joseph of Arimathea, Nicodemus, come and bury him. 
And then this whole thing starts to unfold, right? He's, in the, he's been put in the grave. Satan's like, oh, God didn't plan the way that he thought he planned. You've got to remember, Satan's greatest sin, the sin that caused his fall, was I will make myself equal. I will make myself better. I will place myself higher. And even though he couldn't do that, his hubris 100% allowed him to fool himself into thinking, I outsmarted God. I am better than the Most High. How long do you think it took? And this is, this is all speculation, folks. This is all speculation. Do you, do you think Jesus just kind of went and talked to the Heavenly Father for a little bit? Like, oh, I, I'm glad that we were able to accomplish that. And I'm also glad that it's over. It's been sealed it's done. And then they kind of look at each other, right? And they're like, you, you ready? Right. We think about this, right? I mean, a great comparison just kind of popped in my mind. One day, hopefully soon, Jesus is coming back. Or we're going to die. Those are, those are the options, right? And for those, for those of us that are saved... We you know, believe in Jesus Christ, that he, that he came and died for our sins, that we needed a Savior to not be eternally separated with God the Father, and we trust in that salvation. There's going to be a glorious day where we're going to be reunited Amen. with each other, with people who have passed before us, with young ones who've died before their time. We're going to be united with all these people, great, great men and women of the Bible that you can read about, but, but more than that, we're going to be reunited forever with the one who saved us. Yeah. And it's hard. I have to like suck those man tears back up because, man, that, that, that'll do it, right? That, that'll make me cry for sure. But think about this. The comparison is this. Just like there's going to be a reunion in heaven one day, I believe there was a reunion in those three days. Christ took on sin. The Father turned his face away, turned the glory away from his son. Yeah. The sky went dark. He took on the full force, blunt of sin, everybody. Billions and billions and billions of people, continual sin forever, took it on. He dies. It kills him. He dies. In those three days, I'm sure there was an embrace. And Christ and the Father said, it, it, it is done. We did it. Absolutely. And I, and I, they, they, it's hard, right? It's hard even to, how do you follow that up? How, how do you, how do you quantify that in your mind? 
that we're going to be so lucky one day that we're going to be able to do the same. They got to they got to do it more 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 soon than we did. But one day, you and I and anyone listening are going to be able to to look at Jesus and say, "Thank you. You did it." I, I'm kind of speechless. That's it, and. Uh, They'd never been apart before. Right. I, physically, right? I mean, Jesus was in physical form. He was on the earth, but he still had that constant connection, right? He was still a part of that. Right. And that moment in time, a, a lot of people speculate about the let this cup pass from me and, and things like that and right. what it might have been. And it, it people are like, well, Jesus didn't want to die and because of the human part of him and that that's fine if you believe that and it doesn't clearly say so again this is one of those things that are up for speculation but and some people will say well it's because he was going to be separated from his father from that unity for the first time and the only time ever and i i think that's possible too what i really think is the most likely and this is tom this isn't something i'll take a, a stand on ever Father, they don't know what's going on. I'd like the disciples, the people that you've given me to take care of, they don't know what's going on. They don't know that we're that you and I are about to be separated for the first and the only time in eternity. But they don't understand that. To this moment, Father, they still don't understand why I'm here, really. I think that's the cup. The, the, them feeling abandoned and them feeling like they didn't have anywhere to go. And here they are, these three days, he's in the grave. A rush job, put in the ground. The disciples are just, I mean, they're in turmoil. Everyone that had ever followed him, they're in turmoil. They don't know what to do. Are we next? Are they going to come after all of us? Meanwhile, Jesus is doing this victory lap. And he goes down into the pits of the earth. And he's like, all y'all, you're coming with me. I've, I've been, we've been working on something better than this. If, if God built the earth we live in, in six days, and he's been working on heaven ever since then. How much more? What is heaven gonna be right, like? Right, right. What's well, yeah? It's it's a great great picture, right? And I, I think it's just a great opportunity to take a look at you know internally and take a look at you know hey you know it, it took took God six days to create everything that we'll ever see. Here on the earth, here in this physical world. But it takes so much longer to build us through his Holy Spirit. It takes so much longer to cultivate us into the people that we're needing to be. Mm. And I, I think it, again, it starts with knowing your convictions, knowing the why behind things, taking action on those convictions, Absolutely. being steadfast, getting in the word, and asking questions like this. You use these questions 
to fully understand your Bible, right? That's, that's, that's the why. Is it important to salvation? Absolutely not. I can't say that enough. Whether it's Friday, Thursday, Wednesday, you believe Monday or Tuesday, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, explain no. that math to me, please. But either way, I'll does, get on board if you explain it, the math. It doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter. The, the fact is, these are questions that we use to shed light on parts of the Bible that maybe people don't know. And it's all for the purpose of doing the work yourself, getting in the Word, finding the answers, and getting into the Word to find the answers. I mean, I. Yeah, I mean, that's, that, what it's that's about. really no better way to say it. Just get in the word and find the answers. Right. I'm, I'm, I'll wrap this really quick. Trial by Pilate, crucifixion. Why did they have to bury him so quickly? They had to get him in the ground before 6 p.m., okay? Which means that nobody had a chance to wrap him and do all the things that the Jewish people would do for him. The next day, you've got a high pass, you've got a, a high Sabbath. Nothing can be done, all the shops are closed. Come Thursday, well, now the shops are back open again. And the women would have gone and bought and purchased because they weren't expecting him to die. They didn't like have a little packet ready for to go dress his, his corpse and bury him in properly. But they knew that they had to get those things done. They go out and they purchase all the spices and the wraps that are needed to bury him properly. And all of a sudden, before you know it, it's the end of the day. Friday day has now concluded. You don't have time to go bear to go take his body and wrap him properly because you're going into the weekly Sabbath. The weekly Sabbath, they're able to do nothing. They've prepared everything already. Everything's ready. They can't go do anything. But they know that they can walk a certain distance on a, on a Sabbath and come Sunday evening, which would be 6 p.m. Saturday, they're relieved of their Sabbath duties. They can, they can do what they need to. So early in the morning, they're, in their, they're on their way to the tomb to take his body and dress him properly according to their traditions and customs. They get there. He's not there. So we've got Wednesday. I'm not counting Wednesday as a day. I'm going to count Thursday night as the first night, one night. I've got Thursday, day, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. That's one day. I've got Friday night, 6 p.m., to 6 a.m. I've got Friday day, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. I've got Saturday night, which would be 6 p.m. to 6 a.m., right? And then finally, that's, that's three full nights right there. I'm done. I'm completely there. Friday all day or Saturday all day gets me my third full day because he was out of the tomb by the time they, they were on their way there Saturday, what we would consider Sunday morning early, what they would consider Sunday evening late. He's gone. Well, I've already gotten my three days and three nights, so that's not an issue. When, from a math perspective, I just, I, I don't understand how Wednesday doesn't work. But no, take, I, I agree take with the you. information... Y'all believe what you will. Right. Yeah, and I, I would suggest everybody, if, they're, if you're serious about it, and if you're curious, take a look at the scripture. Take a look at some resources that, that go back through the calendar and that highlight when the Sabbaths were, right? It's important to know that there was two Passovers, or I guess two Sabbaths, rather. Yeah, two Sabbaths. Right. That, that you, had to, you had to accommodate both of them. 
And uh, I think the Wednesday model leaves a lot less to the imagination. You don't have to try to reckon two half days as full days or nights. It's, it's where you can look at it math-wise and say, okay, I can quantify all of this. And you can, we use our fingers, right? You can go on your fingers and say, boom, 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 boom. Okay, here are all the days and nights. I think it makes the most sense mathematically. Uh, we are going to try to very quickly wrap this up. Uh, this, I, I was, I'm actually surprised uh, that we were able to talk this long about it. Maybe not surprised, but uh, I, I, I think one of the things that I would hope that anyone that listened to this uh, would take away from it is not the fact that we sat here and discussed uh, when our Lord and Savior was crucified for us and then conquered death and hell for us. The, sun, the Sunday morning cutoff is, is what's more important. Yeah. We said it multiple times, right? Whatever you line up on, it doesn't matter. It doesn't make you any more or less saved. You either are or you aren't, right? Depending on what day you believe. Amen. That's what it is, right? What's more important is Sunday morning to us. Sunday morning, he wasn't there. He did it. That's a hallelujah, man. He, he beat death forever. It's done. That's what's important. And you know, I, I'm looking forward to to doing more of these these segments. We're calling these truth nuggets, nuggets of truth. Still waiting on that brand deal from Chick Fil A. I'll let you guys know. <laughs> but uh, there's gonna be a lot more of these, right? Hopefully, maybe some easier questions, more 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 direct questions. But we're 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 looking at you know all kinds of things. You know, what does the Bible say about fill the blank? Right? It says something about it. I guarantee you. And we're looking forward dissecting ton of different questions about politics, preferences on what to wear, what not to wear, what to do personally with your lives. What is the, what is what is a sin, what is not a sin? Preferences on a lot of a lot of these things that I think a lot of people have misconceptions on. And if 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 this podcast was the first time that you're listening to it and it's the first time that you've ever even heard anything about Christ dying or the gospel or anything like that, listen, leave, leave us something in the comments. Uh, we would be more than happy to reach out to you and talk about that with you. You know what? As a matter of fact, if you live in the Dallas-Fort Worth-Lake Worth area, I've got a church that I know of that I could recommend to you. Uh, and it's not just one. There are many. Several. That we could recommend to you. Uh, please reach out to us if you have any questions about that. We, we would love to be a resource for that for you. So from me, uh, thanks for tuning in this week. It was great. Uh, I hope that it was helpful to you. Um, I guess we'll see you next time. Yes. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for taking another plunge with us in the thinking well. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you guys real soon. <laughs>